This is Scouting Report, Inside the Huddle, with your host, Matt Oswald. To connect with the show, email us at srscoutingreport at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at sr underscore scouting. Welcome to Scouting Report Inside the Huddle. I'm your host, Matt Oswalt. Hope everyone is doing okay today. After the first podcast I put out yesterday, my wife was like, how many ums do you have to put in there? So I'm going to try and work on that a little bit. Not say um so much, but I can't guarantee anything. Like I told you in the first episode, I'm probably the worst part of the show. So... Anyways, thanks for joining us again. You know, if you came back for some more punishment, that is great. Today on the show for you, we have two great interviews. Um, got to speak to Beckville's athletic director and head football coach, Coach Cody Ross. Amazing, amazing interview. Also got to speak with the Gilmer Varsity volleyball coach, Coach Harris, who reached out to us and wanted to be on the show, and we were so thankful to have her on here. Because this show just doesn't have to be about football. It can be about any sport, uh, any varsity coach who uh, I would love to bring on the podcast and talk with. Be volleyball, track, uh, basketball, uh, softball, baseball. It doesn't matter. We just want to, you know, bring the coaches to the people who want to listen to the podcast and learn more about them. You know, some people, some coaches are so busy with uh, their lives, they really don't get to get out and talk to the parents of the kids that they're coaching and teaching daily so this might be a good way to learn a little bit more about who is spending so much time with their kid so i see that um sabine is ranked up to number three in volleyball in the state now congratulations to the sabine cardinals great athletic director over there and rex sharp would love to have him on the show sometime if he's available but we do have scheduled some great uh, coaches to be able to talk with on here. So definitely looking forward to bringing you some great, great content. Anyways, let's move on with this show. As I said, I have uh, first I'll bring on Mr. Cody Ross, athletic director and head football coach of the Beckville Bearcats. And we'll be right back after the short little commercial break. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Texas. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports, there's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. And now back to the podcast with your host, Matt Oswald, and the interview with Coach Ross from Beckville. We are here today with uh, head coach of the Beckville Bearcats, Coach Ross. 
Um, Coach Ross, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good. Doing well. Just uh, just got through a little Wednesday practice and uh, kind of buckling down for some heavy rain and some business now, but I'm doing well. Well, that's good to hear. I, I saw y'all got off tomorrow, but uh, you still have a JV game scheduled? Yes, sir. That's uh, that's the plan right now. We've got uh, the JV scheduled to go to Canton, and uh, we're just playing by here right now. Obviously, things to the east of us, uh, that direction towards Dallas, we're not supposed to be near as, uh, near as bad, so... Uh, that's kind of where we are. We're not gonna have school, but we're gonna see what uh, what the weather does, and if we can if we can get our kids together, we'll try to go over tomorrow afternoon. If we can't, uh, we'll stay home and buck her down. I bet some of those kids over in Beckville are happy they don't have to go to school tomorrow, but they just got off the, oh, yeah. the longest spring break ever. So, oh yeah, you know how it is. You get back to school, everybody's excited, but uh, as soon as you kind of get rolling, the kids are already wondering when the next break is. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of the, the nature of the business with 17, 18 year old kids. Yes, sir. So what kind of journey took you to become the athletic director at Beckville? Man, I tell you, you know, my, uh, being an East Texas uh, boy my, most of my life, I grew up in Tatum. Um, you know, it was always a dream of mine to be an AD and head coach one day. Uh, my dad used to tell me that I, I've kind of always had a plan and a, and a direction that I wanted things to go. and. Um, that's uh, that's kind of what I've had in my mind. I always wanted to be a, a head baseball coach. I always wanted to be a coordinator, and I always wanted to be an AD head football coach. And you know, throughout my 18 years, I've had the opportunity to do all of those things and, and be head coaches in other sports. And you know, uh, some old coaches when I was younger used to always tell me, you know, sometimes you got to move around to move up the ladder. And uh, you know, my wife was uh, was great at that. She was always willing and ready to, ready to go if it was time to go if it was a better situation for us. So. Um, you know, we bounced around a little bit here and there, but it's always been, you know, a step in the right direction for us uh, as a family. We've always kind of leaned on prayer and, and let God kind of decide where, where we needed to go. And uh, the Begville job actually came open three times, you know, during the course of my time frame of, you know, feeling like I was ready to be a head coach. And you're never really ready till you get into the, into the mix of it. But uh, I, I applied all three times. I, the first time I applied, I didn't even get a phone call. Uh, the second time we applied, I made the I made the interview and uh, I got uh, I got in the top top four, I believe, and went through the process. And uh, of course, the third time I applied, I was able to get the job. So you know, that's one of the things I told the committee. It's right here, kind of in my backyard. I'm growing up in Tatum. I grew up knowing a lot of these kids and a lot of these families and uh, a lot of the folks that are they're kind of here now. And it's a lot like the place I grew up. So it's just kind of a place I felt like I could always uh, be successful and a place that I wanted to raise my family. So that's kind of the, the journey that took me here, and, and we're super excited to be here. You seem like a motiv- very motivated coach. I mean, I see you posting on Twitter your 5K mile runs and everything you do. What motivates Coach Ross? You know, I'll tell you, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, from the time I can remember, uh, I've always just loved to compete, um, just whatever it is, you know, if it's uh, if it's playing a sport like we did when we were kids and then playing in the backyard or actually uh, getting on and playing in high school and I had the opportunity to play college baseball and that kind of thing. It's just, you know, whatever it is that, that, that I could find to do to compete at, uh, that's what I wanted to do. I mean, playing, playing tag or playing chase or racing in the yard or whatever it was, you know, it was just always that inner motivation to, to try to be better, to try to get better. And I guess as an adult, you know, when you're a youngster, you kind of kind of want to do those things because you, you have aspirations. Like like most kids, I had aspirations to be a, a major league baseball player. I mean, it was one of the things that I wanted to do my whole life. I didn't have any any goals to be anything else. When you asked me when I was a kid, I wanted to be a major league baseball player. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, I had a chance to play college baseball, but, you know, from the time I was uh, about ninth grade, 10th grade, I started thinking, you know, if that's not something I can do, people started asking me, well, what do you want to do, you know, when you, when you get older and you grow up, if you can't be a major league baseball player? You know, I said, well, if I can't play the games the rest of my life, then I want to be a coach. That's what I want to do. So um, I've always had that kind of mindset of this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to do it. And, you know, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes sacrifice, and, you know, those are the things that's just always kind of been implanted to me by my mom and dad and uh, just knowing, watching them, them do their life and, and, and work the way they have. I just, I know that it takes hard work to achieve the things you want to achieve. And, you know, that's kind of what uh, what pushes me. And I, I, mean, I see my little boys now. i got two little boys. And, you know, I think to myself on the on the different recreational things that I do and challenge myself when I run or jog or exercise myself, I think if nothing else, i got these two youngins watching me. You know, if I can find some way to be motivated at 39 to do some extra stuff, then hopefully that'll that'll help motivate them as well to, to be a little bit more than what they are. So that's it's just that little inner motivation and knowing that there's people around me that are counting on me and looking up to me. I just, you know, I hate to let people down. So uh, just try to compete and be the best I can be at anything I'm doing. Uh, you you talk about compete. You and your wife compete a lot. We do, we do. Uh, I'd, I'd say that she's one of the most competitive persons, people in my life. Uh, if you want to know the truth, she's uh, just as hard-headed and competitive as I am. You know, game family game night around the Wallace household can get pretty fierce because um, my two boys have become very competitive in their nature as well. And so, you know, we might play a game of Monopoly, and it might end in, in, in some uh, <laughs> in a little bit of a little bit of fierce competition. So everybody wants to win, and my wife especially. So, um, this is you're in your second year at Beckville, correct? Yes, sir. Um, tell me what football means to the small town of Beckville. Well, you know, it's a small town, East Texas, and uh, you know, sports is, is life in, in small town, East Texas. And it's like that in a lot of places all over the state of Texas. But I've told people, and I've been, I've been to Southeast Texas. I've been uh, to kind of Southwest Texas. I've been to North Texas. I've been to Deep East Texas. I've been in a lot of places in the coaching world, and I, I just tell people all the time, there's nothing better than East Texas football. There's nothing better at all, and uh, and really East Texas sports in general because people in the town of Beckville come out and they support their kids, whether it's a volleyball game, a football game, whatever it might be. And, and it's the same on, on the Friday nights, on the Thursday nights. They come, they support. We had meet the Bearcats the other night, and you thought it was a, a Friday night football game. I mean, the people came out, they showed support. They were there to support not only their kids, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of families that run deep and cousins and uncles and brothers and, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they're, they're going to be at the football game on Friday night to support whether they've got a kid there or not because that's just what they do in, in small-town East Texas and back in America, and they want, they want us to be successful. They want our kids to do right, and they want us to be successful, and that's kind of the truth we're doing right now in year two of our program. Yes, sir. You know, I, I graduated from Big Sandy, another two-way program, and, you know, I, I just think the small town, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. I agree, 100%. Um, with this COVID-19, has it changed up your normal routine, what you would do year in and year out? It has. I mean, you know, if any... If any coach is, is, is saying it hadn't, they, they, they'd be, they'd be kind of lying to themselves. Everybody's kind of had to make some adjustments, and you, you just have to think differently. Things that you have to uh, – are things that you normally would just up and do and go and do and, and start a process on. You have to you have to think about your mask. You have to think about the distances. You have to think about 
you know, washing your hands and pouring your hands. And, you know, my wife's always been, since we've had kids, really good about, you know, us washing our hands and staying clean, try to keep kids from getting sick and all that. So we practice that pretty well for a while. But, you know, now you've got uh, a whole bunch of, of people's kids in there and, and you always, you're always a coach. You're always kind of a, a, a dad to a degree uh, to a bunch of kids that aren't yours. But now it, it takes it to a little bit of another level when there's something like that involved. So uh, there's a lot more things you got to think about. There's a little bit different way you got to go through the process, you know, but at the end of the day, we're still going to try to do all the things that we set out to do. We're still going to try to build kids up. We're still going to try to build our program we're still going to try to get after it work our tails off we just have to add lib a little bit and make a way around some of the things that uh that we have to change up yes sir you know i i know coaches preach you know no excuses so you know i i guess covid19 and the circumstances y'all are dealt with uh no excuses you're right that's exactly right it's time to lace up the cleats and get after it and just, just do what you got to do because everybody else is facing the same thing Yes, sir. So what can we expect out of Beckville this season, and what are your goals you set for them? Well, you know, I think that uh, being in year two of the program, uh, you know, I think that we're, we've got a better understanding of what we want to do. I've got both my coordinators back, so offense and defense looks very similar uh, to what we've done in the past. Our personnel still fits that. <clears throat> there are a few other things that we'll try to do offensively uh, to fit some of the things that we have skill-wise at times. But for the most part, we're going to look very similar. Uh, and I think it's just going to run better. I think uh, our quarterback is in his junior season. He had a sophomore campaign. It was all brand new to him and terminology and figuring it out. And I put a lot on the quarterback. They've got to know and understand a lot of things that go on in our offense. And uh, he's really grasped all that he's moved forward really well with that so you know he kind of makes us go and then then you know our skill kids our skill kids are where we're where we've got most of our talent and uh, i think we've got some really good ones now that's not to take away from our our guys in the trenches we got some kids in there that can play we just don't have a lot of experience down in there now we've got some older kids that have kind of had to uh had to, had to wait in the wings and kind of watch and now it's their time to shine so you know we 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 got to get better up front uh we're going to uh, you know our offensive line coach coach marks does a great job pushing those guys uh, and that's where our, our numbers are kind of small on the line, but we've got some young kids that are coming over the next few years. So, you know, some of the things that we set out for ourselves, obviously, first and foremost, right out of the gate, we want to win our first game. You know, there's a lot of a lot of difference being one and zero and zero and one out the gate. It just brings a little bit more confidence to your football team. And you know, we go to Walking on Friday, and it's always a big game, and they're always physical. They always play hard, and they're very well coached over there by Coach Lawson. So. Um, you know, it's not going to be an easy task, but I feel like if we can go over and find a way to hang on the ball and play well, our kids will be excited about a win, and, and that'll kind of propel us to what we want to do for the rest of the year. So it's been three or four years since Bagwell's made the playoffs, and, uh, you know, that's a goal of ours. Uh, we want to get in. And at the, at the present time, you know, we're, it doesn't matter how. You know, second, second, first, third, fourth, it doesn't matter. We just want to get in. We want to find a way to battle, uh, be right in the thick of the race, and find a way to get in and play that 11th game. So those are two big goals that we have, and obviously we just want to keep pushing and get better each week well here's your opportunity to throw some of your studs out there uh who should we keep an eye on your team this year well obviously i mentioned the quarterback earlier his, his name is ryan harris he's a two years gonna be a two-year starter played some as a freshman and he makes us go he's little linebacker on defense he was built for a tough player of the week last year one week and uh you know he's he's a big kid uh big kid runs hard um and uh like i said he, he kind of has to know everything that's going on offensively so uh, right beside him, you got a senior running back who's back after a, almost a thousand yard year, Milo Morrison. Probably the most athletic kid on the field that we have. He's out there doing 
backflips with his shoulder pads and his helmet on just landed on his feet the other day i said i was looking at one of the coaches said look at this kid out here he's just an athlete he, he does a great job playing on both sides of the ball he's got senior leadership in him and he does a really really good job uh on our offensive line Coulter klingler is the only returning starter um but uh, he plays our quick guard spot and starts at defensive end he's one of our senior captains uh, Jeremiah Steffs, another senior captain, plays H back and plays defensive end as well. Those are those are four of our big ones, and then we've got a we've got several other kids that we're counting on. Uh, a young freshman are going to get 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 under the bright lights. Jacoby Williams, uh, he's a very talented kid. He's going to get a lot of time on both sides of the ball. Probably going to start for free, uh, free safety for us. Uh, we've got a sophomore kid named Bo Hammonds going to play linebacker for us. Adam Gregory playing strong safety for us, and Carter Jones playing a little running back and cornerback as well. So um, that's just a few our kids i mean all of our kids are really there's not very many of them so you know they're all going to get a lot of playing time they're all going to have an opportunity to, to show what they can do um we got a senior center uh that didn't get didn't get any time at center last year i had a, I had a center last year that was like a three-year starter and he had great snaps did a great job and randall's randall shivers is stepping in as our center this year and so far he's been good he's been, I've been pleased with how he's doing how he's handling things uh and he's a he's a leader up front for us as well so you know, those are our, those are our guys, and um, you know we're going to lean heavy on them, and and uh, hopefully they'll take us where we want to go. What are your thoughts on your new district? You know, I think that uh, I think our district's going to be very competitive. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, Carlisle is is probably at the top. Um, you know, they've got a good program over there. Uh, both Bakers, you know, Rocky's been there forever, and his son Clay now is head coach. They do a really good job over there. Their kids are real coached. And, uh, and they've always got some players. they got a returning quarterback and running back combination over there. It's pretty good. And they got a couple kids that have moved into the district over there. They're going to make them really, really good as well. So um, I think they're kind of up above everybody else. I think Frankston's in there. They're, they're dropping down from 3A and having uh, a lot of good-looking kids. I think they'll have a chance to be right in the mix. But really, you know, got, you know go, you go top to bottom, I really think it's anybody's ball game. Um, in there, I think this could be a, a Ray, I told somebody the other day, I said, we could finish as high as first or second, and, and we could also finish out of the mix, you know, because I think our district is that competitive. I think Coach Evans and Hawkins does a really good job. Uh, you know, they don't always have a whole lot of uh, big-time skill kids, but they do really well in the trenches. They're very well coached. They do a lot of good things there. And then Scotty LeMans at Union Grove, he and I played high school ball against each other, know each other a long time, and I know the kind of person he is. So those guys will be well coached, and, and, and I think it's going to be a, a tough a tough race. I really think anybody can get in there and get in the mix in the playoff spot, and it's going to be a battle down to the wire. Well, Coach, we wish y'all the very best this year in the district. Uh, we greatly appreciate you coming on the show. Um, take care of the family, and we'll definitely have you back on the show if you're willing. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it, man. And thanks for all you do with Scouting Report to help our kids and uh, promote our program. We really appreciate you, man. No problem. That's what I'm here for. And uh, y'all have a blessed night. Yes, sir. You too, Matt. Thanks. And that was our interview with Coach Ross from Beckville. Great guy, great interview, great to talk to him. Um, so happy he's part of our program here at Scouting Report and wish them the best of luck in the, this season. You know, uh, after these messages, we're going to have our interview with Coach Harris from Gilmer. She plans to uh, put Gilmer on the map in volleyball. So listen to this uh, interview coming up next. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. 
This is what defines us in Texas. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. And next we will have uh, the interview with Coach Harris from Gilmer, the varsity volleyball coach. We are joined now by the Gilmer varsity volleyball coach, Coach Harris. When you think Gilmer, you automatically think football. But Gilmer has put together a heck of a volleyball season led by Coach Harris. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up being the varsity volleyball coach at Gilmer. Um, I... I was in Sonora, um, and we, you know, we saw the opening for Gilmer. Um, actually kind of thought it would be a long shot. We were in East Texas several years ago. My husband was the head girls basketball coach at Mineola, um, and I was the head cross country coach there several years ago. And so my, my parents live here, and um, we love East Texas. We love trees, obviously. And it's a little different than West Texas. Um, I had a pretty successful stint in Sonora. And um, I went ahead and threw my name in the hat for the Gilmer job, and um, I guess God worked his magic, and uh, I'm where I'm supposed to be. So this is how I ended up here. <laughs> awesome. Um, how has the season gone so far, do you think? Um, we had a little hiccup our first game. We lost to Sabine, uh, you know, in a close, close match, and then we were on a roll. Uh, last night we did fall to Lindell. However, we're playing with four girls short, four girls short on our varsity um, however, our, our sub-varsity teams are second to none. It's pretty nice to, to have a sub-varsity team that, that is like a mini-varsity. It gives us good looks during practice. And so um, this is going to be a special season for Gilmer. It sounds like it. Um, how, how different is it dealing with COVID-19 this year? Uh, everything has to be overly calculated. And I'm already OCD. Um, anybody <laughs> that knows me will tell you that. Um, I'm a planner in itself. But uh, just... You know, my family's recently been impacted by it, and so it really just kind of hits home. And those little things that you didn't used to have to worry about before, we just have to go above and beyond to make sure that these kids are safe. Because, you know, wins and losses, that's part of our job, but so is keeping these kids safe. Absolutely. It's all about the kids. Um, your team, do you have a young team or do you have a senior heavy team? We're pretty senior heavy. Um, we, we're we led by some, um, some pretty talented young ladies. Um, but we do have some, um, pretty much everybody on the team, uh, minus my two. Um, and then there's one other one who was kind of off and on uh, varsity last year. Uh, we're on varsity last year. So um, we're we're seasoned, to say the least. <laughs> um, here's your opportunity to throw some of their names out. Who, who are some prospects uh, people need to keep their eyes on? Absolutely. Um, Haley Jordan, she is our big middle hitter. Um, she's, she's actually looking to go play volleyball or basketball in college. Uh, she has an excellent chance. She is really, late, as of lately, has absolutely just blown me away with her leadership. Um, she's really holding the team together with all this COVID stuff going on. Um, she's kind of my go-to right now, and uh, she is an exceptional player. Um, she's got a lot of things that we can develop, but she is she is a phenomenal player to watch. Um, I, I mean, I could name everyone on this team. I've got two kids, uh, Lily Morton and uh, Raven Harris. Both of them, I, I literally have two liberos. Um, they are pretty much the same kid. Um, they're outstanding in the back row. There's not a ball that's going to hit the ground when they're back there. 
Um, got a senior setter, uh, Carson uh, Lindsay. She she has really stepped up into big shoes this year. Um, and then I have a sophomore setter, J.C. Harris, and she's she's taken on a big role as well and stepped up. I've got some outside hitters, um, Carly Johnston and Reese uh, Kucher, who have played big minutes. Um, that I'm not sure that they had to play those minutes last year, but they have actually stepped up and done that. And I've got a sleeper who um, this summer I would have told you she was my best athlete in the gym, um, Madison Tate. She was a newcomer of the year last year, and she'll be a junior this coming year. That young lady is going to be a Division One volleyball player. She is she's absolutely amazing, um, and I can't wait to coach her for the next two years. This is going to be fun. Um, I've got tons of kids. Um, Abby uh, Bradshaw, she's an up-and-coming kid. Um, she didn't get very many minutes last year on the varsity, but she is a huge block for us, um, and she comes in and does that. Um, we've got Alex at Chamberlain, and she's kind of our utility player. She can play in the front row. She can play in the back row. She does everything we ask her to. Really just, we're pretty solid all the way around. Um, I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but it's it's hard to just focus on one kid when, when I have such a talented group of girls that really can play anywhere and do anything. Um, they work really well together. It sounds like it. How do you feel about this team matching up in district play? I did. I did forget to mention one kid, oh, Kirsten Walker. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Kirsten Waller. Uh, she's also another powerful hitter. I have her on the right side right now, um, and she is. Uh, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. We're we're working on her confidence right now, but that girl can put the ball down. So she's doing great things for us as well. So you Go just got a you got a spotlight on her for forgetting her. <laughs> yeah. um, so how, how do you feel about this team matching up in district? Uh, our district is going to be pretty tough. Um, heard and kept up with everybody in our district. However, um, I definitely think we're battling for a district championship. Um, we're taking every single game in the preseason, every practice. We're taking it day by day. Um, you know, that's the one thing I've preached to these girls is not to, to look past anything. And so as long as we take it one day and one game and one practice at a time, that's where our focus is. And, you know, we're, we're focusing on not getting too high after a win and not too low after a loss. And so um, I, I really think we're going to be very competitive in our district. Coaches face a lot of challenges, uh, time management and everything, dealing with players and dealing with parents. Uh, year in, year out, what is your biggest challenge as a coach? I've got probably too big of a heart, honestly. Um, I want to get every kid in and play every kid. And unfortunately, at the varsity level, that's not always feasible um, because games can be determined by, you know, subs. And unfortunately, our game of volleyball is is based on momentum. And when you make subs and you get those kids in, sometimes um, the change of momentum changes um, the outcome of a game. And it it tears me up every single year. And I keep telling myself I'm going to work on that. Um, and that, you know, those kids can go to JV if playing time is what they want, but I just, I can't, I can't get myself to do that. Um, and so that is the one thing that I battle with every single, every single year. Well, Coach Harris, we greatly appreciate you being on the show and, uh, want to wish you and your girls the very best. Uh, take care of your family and be safe. Thank you. You too. Stay safe. I greatly appreciate Coach Harris being on the show with us, uh, great interview she seemed so energetic for those girls over in gilmer i wish them the best of luck i want to thank coach ross for being on the show again also so if you made it through the first podcast uh, and you actually came back for more punishment to listen to the second podcast i applaud you you know some of your friends say they actually listen to you so i'm going to call some of my friends names out and see if they actually listen to the show 
Let's go William Slim Matthew from Union Grove. And uh, let's do Coach Timmons from Reigns and see if he really listens to the show. Interested. Anyways, well, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll be back soon with some more interviews from some great coaches around East Texas. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's show on Scouting Report, Inside the Huddle. If you wish to connect with the show, email us at srscoutingreport at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at sr underscore scouting.